all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. Hello, everyone. This is Joseph Brownlee, your host of Body of Christ Real Talk. Let's get into some real, real, real talk. This is from my heart. Hello, everybody. How you doing today? Welcome to the show. Thank you for downloading my shows. I appreciate that. Love you all. I really mean that sincerely. You know, the ones that listen to my show, download my show, know by now that I have a passion for people to be saved and coming to the knowledge of the truth, 2 Timothy 2 and 4. I have a very strong passion for men and women to be saved. And my second passion coming to the knowledge of the truth, 2 Timothy 2 and 4, is my other passion and hunger for the ones that are saved to come into the knowledge of the truth because that's the order of the word of God under the Apostle Paul's teachings, which he got from Jesus Christ. Heavenly ministry. So that's my passion as well. Newly found passion because it was not always like that. Uh, and I'm not going to get into that why because of my upbringing, uh, spiritual upbringing, but when you have a loved one and I get emotional that you want them to understand the word of God so much to the point it kind of bothers you and bothers me when they don't seem to have the hunger or the passion like you to really learn the word of God uh, rightly divided or any type of way of divided they just don't anyway you don't you don't get that from them that they're really uh want to have that passion like you you can tell it's that discernment that you know that they don't have that same passion and hunger like you to learn it's it's several ways to find that out you can send them certain things or certain uh, passages or certain verses you might write and stuff on the wall or Facebook or whatever or whatever way you talk to a person in person and they might say yeah and they might say yeah I'm going to do that from now on some might share some tears and they say they really want to learn and stuff like that and you and you excited not because of something that you told them you done you excited because man they finna learn the truth of God. These people finally finna learn the truth of God. What God is really saying in his word, you know. And uh, then all of a sudden it dies out. They get dry. And they get into something else that they're more excited to talk about. And they don't follow up. You and I have been there before. And I'm not talking about nothing I haven't experienced myself. I have done myself. And you do not follow up and everything like that. And okay, you, you get over that. And then you, you go towards it again. And 
you know, you try not to push, at least I don't, I try not to keep pushing, you know, I don't push the Bible on no one, I, I never do that, I do not do that, I just let the Holy Spirit guide me, and when that opportunity arrives, then I talk about everything, sometimes I wait for them to bring it up, and then that's like the red flag, that's like a, 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 a gold light, a green light, let me just put it that way, I rather use the color green, gold to really start talking about certain things, but I still don't try to overwhelm nobody with the word of God, especially now. Uh, I do not do that. And they, at that time, you might hear the reluctancy in them that they either not getting it or they don't want to hear it. You know, they don't want to hear it. But they can have a, why do I say that? Because it's easy because they, they will talk about anything else. Long conversations about anything else, whether good or bad. See, it doesn't matter, but they can carry it on. They know about it and they can talk about it. But when it comes about the word of God, it gets kind of like crickets. It gets quiet. And it gets, uh, they don't feel enthusiastic about what you're talking about now. They was on another conversation, but they wasn't when we started talking about the word of God. And it kind of saddens me. And it shouldn't, but it's a good and a bad thing because I can't let it overwhelm me. But it kind of bothers me because, man, I do want them to have that passion and that discovery of what God's word is saying. Since they are saved now, I'm not talking about the unsaved. I'm talking about the pattern of the knowledge of the truth. Now, 2 Timothy 2 and 4 is God's Will number one will under this under grace today is for all men and women to be saved, and then coming to the knowledge of the truth. Now many people are saved today, but the knowledge of the truth, the enemy comes and throws a monkey wrench in there, and that's what a lot of the new saved and even some of the older ones, but I'm talking about the new converts. A few years or so is having a struggle with the knowledge of the truth because it's the not the, the battle of the enemy really attacks when it comes to the power of the knowledge of the truth. He rather you be saved. He don't want you to be saved at all, especially how to be saved. He rather you be saved. I really believe this than become then getting stronger than a in a knowledge of the truth. I have no doubt. Satan wants the church to say ignorant. Paul used ignorant uh, ignorancy a lot in his teachings. He does not want his followers to stay ignorant. Paul used that a lot because he knows Satan is don't want you to grow. He can't stop the salvation because that's the leading of the Holy Spirit. He can't stop that, but he can stop and slow down with obstacles and tricks and schemes, you advancing and growing in knowledge of the truth for under grace sound doctrine. You, you understand what I'm saying? So many people and loved ones today that are saved is being hindered and struggling of knowing the knowledge of the truth. I have heard and met, not physically, Christians or so-called Christians because I'm not sure about their fruit and whatever like that that said they were saved but so unlearned and ignorant in the word of God especially denominational followers or upbringings so ignorant in the word of God 
and I be saddened because these some some wonderful people. They are these are my brothers and sisters in Christ. The wonderful part about they going to heaven, see, and they do some of them do more than I ever even think about doing out. And evangelism and feeding the poor and stuff like that. So they don't lack in that. They lack in God's knowledge of the truth, sound doctrine for today. That's what they lack in. So the issue becomes when they're talking to somebody about Jesus or they're talking about somebody about salvation or something like that. There's a lot of error. So if they teach an error, what the ones that, what's going to happen to the ones, what the ones that they are teaching this error to, going to start doing, teaching the same error. You understand what I'm saying? Okay. So I, I didn't mean to go all the way there. When you have a loved one and you, we try to set up, you try to set up times, you try to make sure their schedule, because like I said, I don't push it that we can have Bible study and, you know, and I can teach the Bible and everything like that. Many people don't mind you reading the Bible to them or telling them a Bible story. Many thousands will listen to that. But the problem is they don't want to study. There's, and pushed by the enemy for them not to study the, and a part of them they don't have a passion and then part a lot a part of it is just they just playing out lazy they don't want to put the time in to study the word of God to learn the knowledge of the truth you understand what I'm saying and that's just real talk and when I was saved and I don't have much time five minutes at that time even when I was teaching wrong doctrine and learning denominational ways of what the Bible was saying, I often had a passion and never really dried out, man. I, because I wanted to learn to learn the truth so bad, I always had and often, not together, but it's close to always, so I can't say always, but often I had a passion to learn God's word and then get it out. See, but I was just, I just had. Uh, emotional, Philly, Philly, feel good type of passion, you know, to get God's word out. But even though the majority of it was wrong doctrine for today, but I had that passion. I had that, uh, not aggressiveness, but I had that passion. I had that love. I went out in the streets and fed the homeless. And I sat down with people and talked to them about the word of God. That passion been in me since I was saved. Since I was saved, I had that passion and that love for the Lord Jesus Christ that I often and I always, this is always, wanted to know the truth. Even though I didn't know that passage then, for all to be saved and coming to the knowledge of the truth, my hunger for the knowledge of the truth been on fire. And I'm not saying it's over 30-something years since I've been saved, but that's me. So, I be saddened and sometimes a little angry when someone or someone is very close to you don't have that same hunger and passion. It's almost like you just don't know what you mean. Um, you're missing. And I'm, I'm not basing it on your feelings or your emotions. It's just that inner spirit, that, that growth, that you don't ask a lot of questions no more about what the Bible is saying because they have been answered by you learning how to rightly divide the word of God now. So I have learned to ask less questions. 
I don't wonder about why this is not happening in my life, you know, according to the Bible, because I know according to the program, I know what program that I am in now. So I'm not expecting those things to happen in my life because it wasn't never for me anyway. I know the difference between the kingdom program and the grace program. So I have lack of questions. And I talked about this the other day. I don't even pray as much as I used to. Okay, because the prayers I used to pray, I used a lot of out of context scriptures and I had a traditional man made type of way of praying. Even, you know, our father, which I didn't have and stuff like that. I mixed it with some of Psalms prayer. I mixed it with other different type of prayers along with man made traditions. You become so good and you flow with those prayers like people today flow and have a rhythm of fake Speaking in tongues, you learn a rhythm and you train yourself to do that. Just imagine that's error, but just imagine you put that much passion in the knowledge of the truth, learning sound doctrine, which the majority of that you're going to get out of Paul's 13 letters. And once you get that, you find yourself, you don't be thinking about signs and wonders and miracles because you understand they're not for you today and they never was. You understand that it was just your feelings, what you thought was the Holy Spirit have you floating in the air and in your dreams was just mainly your flesh or some type of spiritual oppression or what they call a psychosynesis and stuff like that. You will know that then, and then you won't depend on how you feel and your emotions. You know, your feelings will be lined up. Now, it's good when your feelings is lined up with sound doctrine and, un and the word of God that's for you today. Because you can never stop feeling what you feel. And it's good to feel good and jump and shout, shout and joy. But let it be because of sound doctrine, not because of some the kingdom program or something like that. So when you learn that you you uh you want everybody to have that passion for the knowledge of the truth. Another thing I want to talk about before you leave, when you learn Paul's letters and how to rightly divide the word of truth to connect the dots, you feel lonely. I didn't say alone. The reason I didn't say alone because I know I'm not alone. Because I know the Holy Spirit is within me. Jesus is their God. I know that. But when it comes to human nature and everything like that, even your brothers and sisters in Christ, you feel alone and you know you're the minority because the majority of the churches, the denominational churches, they believe the same way and you feel like the uh, misfit because you don't anymore. You understand what I'm saying? That's the challenge that many of us grace believers that believe in the word of God by rightly dividing it, or you might say, nor understanding dispensations or administrations or, you know, stuff like that, what's going on. And you want someone else to understand that, but even for the most simplest person, they don't get it. They don't get it because even when they before they got saved, they know the traditional. And 
all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. Henson Shaving.com slash holiday.